Welcome to the Oakcrest podcast channel. Oakcrest School in Vienna, Virginia challenges girls in grades 6 to 12 to develop character, faith, and leadership potential to thrive in college and throughout their lives. In this podcast, head of school, Dr. Mary T. Ortiz, shares tips to help your daughter grow in fortitude. She shares three principles of how to deepen the virtue of fortitude in the home in order to support parents as their daughters begin a new school year. Good morning, everyone. Uh, this is our first coffee of the year, and it's really nice to, um, to start this great tradition. So coffees with the head um, have been a tradition at Oakcrest, and they started around 2012. And they've served a bunch of different purposes, but three main ones, I would say. Um, first of all, it's they're informal, and they allow you to get to know me, uh, the head of school, uh, in, in a somewhat personal way, I would say. And importantly, um, that um, sort of getting to know me and how I think is is really um, kind of a model for the relationships that uh, your daughters have with their teachers, their coaches, their mentors. The relationships we have here, you know, they are professional, of course, but they're also personal. Let's say they're kind. Uh, they're affectionate, and they're they're really good for both parties. So I think that's um, something that the coffee allows us to sort of give you a little glimpse into um, the kinds of relationships that your daughters uh, develop here with their teachers, mentors, um, and their coaches, of course. I think the other thing is, um, importantly, the coffees give you an insight into why we do what we do at Oakcrest. Um, and how, like how we make decisions and how those decisions really are intended to help the girls grow. Um, they're coming out of um, a mission. They're really um, deep to see, you know, again, they can be about small things or whatnot, but they are all connected to the why. Um, what we do here is deeply, you know, comes deeply from our mission. I'd like to say it's as if you, you know, had an opportunity to sit in on, on a meeting that we have here, like, or our meetings on like why are we going to do this or that or or not do this or that. So you get a little, you get insights into um, why we do what we do. And the third thing is hopefully they provide like a relaxing, uplifting moment in your week where you're thinking about important topics for uh, raising girls. Um, you're hearing from me. I'm sharing experiences that we've had here, but you're also meeting other parents hopefully picking up some tips and resources that are useful, and also hopefully finding uh, another parent who, you know, with whom you have a lot in common. Um, it could really be a new friend. So we really want you to leave here with a, with a lighter heart, um, a greater appreciation for the beauty and the challenge of your vocation as a parent of a young woman. And again, like some tips and... Um, either some new friends or solidifying some old old friendships. Today I'm going to share a few thoughts on how to help your daughter grow in fortitude. Uh, that's just so important always, um, but also I think especially at the start of the year. And I'm going to go there by way of giving you some um, principles uh, for you. You are the primary educators of your daughters. Um, her, you know, you're her first uh, and most important teacher. And um, parent partnership is that collaboration, right, with um, of all of us in the school, with you, so that together we're, we're 
forming your daughter to be that that strong woman, uh, that what we say the trustee of humanity. You have us, all of us here as your supporting cast, but again, you are her primary educators. And I thought it'd be really helpful to give you some principles as you start uh, the journey of this year. So there are three that I'm gonna share with you. The first one is backwards planning, right? Start with the end in mind. I love this line from the author of The Little Prince. He said, um, if you wanna build a ship, don't recruit the men to gather the wood, divide the work and give out the orders. Instead, teach them to yearn for the vast and endless sea. I love it not only because I love the vast and endless sea, um, but because it's really a great principle, right? We need to know the end, the goal, um, and we need to ponder that goal frequently to really love that goal because that, that love is really what makes uh, the labor light the love that we have for the goal, whatever, you know, heaven, um, your daughter as a, a wonderful young woman in college or, and beyond, that love is what helps us when we're in the trenches as we are every day, you know, in the, the hard work, divide, gathering the wood, dividing the work, all of that. That's what we do in the work of education and formation. So just, that's fine, that's what we need to do, but we really always need to know where we're going. Uh, I think it's great to allow yourself time to dream about your daughter. Um, what are your hopes for her um, as a person? You know, think, and, and dreaming and praying are really maybe a little bit of the same thing, right? Dreaming, um, dream with God. Uh, he has his dreams for her, and you do as well, and they, we, I'm sure they, they coincide. That's that's the that's the real, the really beautiful thing, right? Dreaming is a little higher than planning, but it informs planning. I teachers think this way. Teachers dream. How am I going to help this? These students love this book this year, or really be intrigued by this uh, chemical. I don't know action. I can tell I'm not a scientist or chemical process. I should say, or this historical period. Yes, we need to dream, and we also need to plan, right, teachers? But And what do they need to know by the end of quarter one? What do they need to know? How do I break this down into manageable steps? So that is the work of education and formation that the teachers are doing, that you're doing. For a school like Oakcrest, right, we have a, a living mission. The portrait of the graduate is the goal. Um, I encourage you to keep a copy of it in your notebook, your commonplace book, your journal. Teachers have this in their planner, uh, in, at their desk, it's really key. So I'm gonna read the portrait of the Ocrest graduate, and it goes like this. Ocrest recognizes the voca vocation of women as trustees of humanity and provides a culture of freedom and responsibility in which young women thrive. The joy that comes from knowing she's a child of God impels our graduate to positively impact family and society through an understanding of faith and a commitment to personal friendship with God, academic excellence that drives her to pursue lifelong learning, the ability to recognize and articulate truth and the courage to stand by it, self-knowledge that informs her growth in virtue, a love for beauty in the world 
and a sense of responsibility to sustain and create it, leadership, and a spirit of collaboration that inspire her to serve. So I encourage you to have your copy and kind of work it over. Read it, pray about it, you know, take some notes, use a highlighter, talk to your daughter about it. Where is she, you know, sort of, where is she strong? Where are her strengths in this? What are some potential areas for growth? Um, this is aspirational. This is very, these are, this is a very high goal, and we know it's really a lifelong, these are all lifelong goals. But still, we're, we're, they're learning, we're learning. Bring the, your notes, bring your worked over copy to the parent uh, conferences in October. And when you sit down with your daughter's mentor or as you go through each meeting with her teacher, just say, you know, this, these are s some of the areas I think she could grow in or one. Um, you know, I've had a talk with her about it. She agrees or disagrees, whatever. It's, it's just great work. Um, to quote our middle school director here, Cecilia Escobar, keep the long view always, right? Um, so that's the first important point. The second is... Um, parent partnership, you are the primary educator, right? You have the grace for that. And you, that means you are her first teacher and a certain, you and your spouse, you are the models, really. And I know, or I can imagine sometimes your, your first reaction might be, oh no, don't say that. <laughs> we are not very good models. We have our weaknesses, etc. And I actually want you to think about it differently. Um, you are not supposed to be the perfect model for her to imitate, right? Um, being a model or an exemplar in some way um, really means that your effort is what counts, right? Your effort is going to be the best uh, teacher. I mean, it is great. I, I mean, I won't deny if you succeed in acquiring all these great virtues and you know, you're, you're an amazing pattern, but what really matters is the effort. Um, you may never be good at some of the qualities and virtues you hope for anyone else you love, for your spouse, or in this case for your daughter. You may never be good. Um, you may be mediocre, you may be fairly lousy, but the best lesson for her is that you keep trying. Uh, really great. And there are lots of positive things here, we, you, you know, we grow in humility when we try. Um, when we pinpoint areas that we want to work on and we try, we give better advice because our advice is based on real life and it's the fruit of real struggle and a, a lot of failures in there. It's better advice. It's real. We become less critical because we actually know how hard things are. Um, I had a teacher here who tried to uh, put down her, she tried to like turn off her phone, I think every day at five, just shut it off. This was some years ago. And um, I think she had been advising her, her, her mentees, something along those lines. And she came in and said, my goodness, I did not realize how difficult this is. I mean, simple point. And it was just a, it was wonderful. She just shared the, the eye-opening moment we can be critical of others um, a little bit. Well, we have that tendency, probably always, but when we have little experience of the matter at hand, 
it's the classic armchair general, right? You should do this, you should do this. You know, really good coaches ha- tend to be people with a lot of a lot of scars, a lot of injuries. Definitely successes, of course, but um, you know they've 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 worked hard. They're humble. There's a class. There's an adage: work on yourself, and you'll notice the shortcomings of others less. Um, you know, our Lord Jesus Christ was the first teacher on this, right? When he said, you know, maybe get get that beam out of your own eye, and you'll be able to then remove the speck in your brother's eye. I mean, wow. Um, this is along the same lines. So it's all, all of this is good when we think about ourselves trying to be that good example. Again, it's not, I'll be a good example when I'm perfect. It's, that's completely the wrong path. It's, I'll, I'll be a good example when I start, when I really try. Um, with, with humor, with realism, knowing, um, you know, it's and it's going to help me. I'm going to actually. I'm going to grow in a sense of humor. Hopefully, I'm going to have a somewhat lighter touch, um, and I'll be more of a companion, really, than a boss, um, someone on the sidelines. A book I want to recommend to you is *The Way* by Saint Jose Maria, um, and he started out his preface. He has these lines. He said, um, "These are things I whisper in your ear, confiding them." as a friend, as a brother, as a father, so that some thought may arise and strike you. And so you will better your life and set out along the ways of prayer and of love. And I think that's the stance we want as a companion. He says, a a friend, a brother, a father. He doesn't say, you know, as somebody better than you, as a model or an example. And I think, you know, that's our stance, especially as the girls get older. And they're making, they're using their freedom. We are a companion um, more than, you know, a distant authority figure, certainly. So the last principle that's helpful is do what you can to make the journey pleasant, fun. I think for yourselves and for your daughter. Think about yourselves here, too. Um, And again, this I'm taking from Saint Rosa Maria. He talks about uh, like the struggle to grow in virtue, um, to be better in some way, to get closer to God. And he's like, it's a long, it's a long inclined plane. It it does get more demanding and, and a little bit harder as we go. It's not, but but the key is, it's not. It shouldn't be. We don't want it to be like unpleasant or like you know we're slogging uphill. No. Um, we a lot we are growing it's harder you know but we're maybe we hope relying more on the grace of god maybe relying in a more humble way on the help of others um it's not a grin and bear it and just climb up that mountain no it's it's and, and like god knows that this is how we're made so but I think it really knowing that it takes a lot of patience, especially, you know, think about the adolescent years. Let's try to spice it up. Let's try to make it fun and enjoyable as much as we can. And those, m- that like fun aspect, it also helps your kids love you more. <laughs> you just, you become more lovable. I mean, they love you. I'm sure they love you madly, unconditionally. You love them. Yes. But, Again, there's some, you know, it's not easy at different times. So I think these, like, making it fun, the things that we do can help 
increase that, just that love. So what am I talking about? How to make it fun. Well, first of all, tell your stories. You all have great stories, and they're fun to tell, um, of things that went well, things that didn't go well. I'm amazed here how the girls love their parents' stories. I mean, don't worry. Uh, they're not, they're, I'm not hearing things that I shouldn't hear. Don't worry. I'm, you're too bad you can't see me smiling. But they remember, you know, my, my mom's first job or, you know, my dad didn't think he was going to get into this college, his favorite college, you know, whatever, this college, and, and he didn't. And it was okay because blah, blah, blah. Share your stories. It, it helps you be more lovable um, and more real. And, and that's it binds you to them, um, I think, in a really lovely way. Have some of those traditions that are fun that you enjoy, that they enjoy. In the adolescent period, sometimes they might be, you know, impatient, or I don't want to do that anymore. Maybe, maybe not. But, you know, you make great pancakes. You love to make pancakes. Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings, like, that's what we do. We, I make pancakes. They love them. Um, one um, lovely young woman told me that on Fridays, the end of a long week, she and her mom would go and get their nails done. I don't know if it was every Friday. I don't know. It was pretty often. And, you know, I'm talking to her at age 20. She's 25. She's like, it was just great. It was something really nice that they both liked. And then they, I don't know what else they did. So just these things that you you need and, and they need, they're God-given and they're really great and they're really important. Um, so just definitely encourage you um, to go for it. So the principles are, the three principles, the end, keep the end in mind, um, very important, and let it feed you. Let it, let it, let the, that hope, those dreams, um, you know, again, keep falling in love with that because that's, that's really important. Work, second thing, you're the example, but you're not the, um, as I say, the icy model, the authoritative figure. You're the, you're the, the man or woman who's just struggling along with them uh, in the virtues that you hope they grow in, your children, your daughter, and then make the journey as fun as you can uh, and, and stay emotionally close uh, through those fun traditions and whatnot. And then the last thing is toughness, fortitude. Um, I think I've got, just got three things. I'd use the parent-student um, handbook. Um, there's things in there. I mean, those are the boundaries. And it's hard. Those are, you know, hard things. It's hard to get a detention. I, I don't want to be negative here, but, like, you know, my, I turned my work in late. You're not going to get attention. Or I got that poor grade. Or I don't like being told that my uniform skirt is too short. Whatever. But you, as the parents, I think it's great. You are, you want your daughter to face reality. Um, so you, uh, you know, embrace that handbook. I like to say as if it were your favorite volume of poetry. Those are boundaries. Those are good. They're going to help the girls grow um, in resiliency and, you know, Again, accepting reality as, as kind of hard sometimes, disappointing, frustrating as it may be. It's a great, um, great way to grow in, in toughness and fortitude. And it doesn't mean that you doesn't mean that they like it. That you you can even say, I, I know this is hard. I know you don't like it, but um, let's talk. There's a reason for it. It'll stand you well, etc. So that's the first thing I think. Looking, don't look beyond. 
the ordinary demands, if you will, of um, that are laid set forth in the in the handbook, which creates our culture. Um, the second is um, chores around the house, really good way to serve others without getting, let's face it, much reward. Um, maybe, maybe not. It's a great way for them to understand, um, to be a person for others. You're, you're there, you're supporting others. It's a task, these are tasks for others. And frankly, you know, you don't get a lot of reward. There's a story I love, um, girls, some of the girls here did something called Yuma Serves DC. They do service projects every day. The last day they did a service project uh, cleaning up the part of the Anacostia River. And the guy was a very straightforward man who gave them the bags and they picked up the garbage and whatnot and they went home. And the girls, that in reflecting on it, they said, you know, he, was, he didn't really thank us. I mean, he was nice, but he didn't make a big deal about our service. Everybody else is along the way has been thanking us and making us feel really good about our service. And this guy really, you know, was very matter of fact. And they said, you know, that's, it's really what our mothers, our parents do. Like they're doing, nobody makes a big deal about what they do. Um, and it, it just awakened that in them. Like, wow, you know, they're, they serve us all the time. Um, and they don't get a lot of thanks. And they just sort of like, they understood a little bit more of what that means. And I hope, and I'm sure, they they were more apt to go, you know, thank you. It, it helps. It helps to get that gratitude, um, whatever. The whole experience was just a kind of eye-opening for them. So I think chores can be like that. And the last thing is just schedule anything related to homework and work. It's going to help them grow in fortitude. Um, again, you don't, we don't need anything extraordinary. I think it's good to reward good actions. These are, you know, it's not just about, okay, you're, you're tough and, but put words to it. We do it here. Like, I really appreciate the fact that, you know, you're, you're, you're unloading the dishwasher, you know, almost every day and I don't have to think about it. I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate the fact that your uniform looks good. You, you know, the skirt's the right length. I don't want to overemphasize, but, and, and, you know, you're put together that really tells your teachers that you respect them. Um, and someday your boss is really going to maybe appreciate that. Someday maybe you'll be a boss and you'll, you'll, you'll appreciate that. So you're, you're giving them a little bit of a long view. You're, you're thanking them, you know, you're, you're affirming those good actions. Um, and it's very encouraging because it is, it is challenging to grow in fortitude. Uh, and these things are, and we recognize that even as we, uh, we know, it's our, it's our responsibility to do that. So I hope these things have been helpful. Um, and do pick up a copy of The Way and um, enjoy that. It's very challenging. Get that portrait of the graduate, get a copy of it, and keep it at hand. And I'm so grateful and excited for this school year. Thanks very much. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from Oakcrest School. To subscribe to our podcast channel, visit ocrest.org.